0: Welcome to the Engineers Hub Podcast, where engineers come to connect, learn, grow, and get inspired. On every episode, we will be interviewing engineers, managers, technical experts, and industry leaders from various disciplines to share their stories and experience, uncover various engineering career paths, and inspire engineers to do more and be more. This is your host, Mamadou Jallo. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome everyone to another edition of the Engineer's Hub podcast. I am so excited. Um, I am here with our guest today, Aisha and How are you doing, Aisha? I'm great, Mamadou. How are you? I Glad am. To be here. I am ecstatic, and I'm very, very grateful to, to have you on here. Um, truth be told, everyone who listens to this podcast always know that I am, you know, a very big proponent of. Gender equity. So, I'm always trying to make sure that I am trying to make this podcast as diverse as possible. You know, so I'm always, I always feel bad when I have, oh, just guys, 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 guys. I'm like, (laughs) where are my sister engineers at? So, it's always great to have a uh, sister representing. So I'm very excited to have you on here. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, it's it's really my pleasure. Um, can you please go ahead and just uh, introduce yourself and tell us about you and your background and what you're doing right now, what kind of work you're doing? Yeah, sure,
1: I'll do that. So I'm um, Vai, like Mamru said. <laughs> um, so right now I am actually a party analyst at Oxygen. It's a tissue engineering company. Mm-hmm. And I actually started my degree, bachelor's in chemistry. And yeah. I changed. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like this engineering thing, but I want to be in the biomed field. Mm-hmm. So I went to get my master's and I graduated last year, actually.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> <This> job...
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and this job opening came for the tissue engineering company. And they are actually um, help with like, peripheral nerve injuries. So mm-hmm. they help cure that. And anyone who has injuries within that so, that's where I'm reming right now. I love the team that I'm working with. I'm in Dayton.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's a small company, but they're gradually growing. They're having, um actually, another plan that they're building. It's in the works, and it's supposed to open up
0: next year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hopefully, make it happen, get bigger. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, okay. So, you actually wanted to do chemistry in undergrad, Yeah. And then... Even that, it takes a lot of bre- 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 brevity and courage to take something like that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what made you want to switch to engineering?
1: Oh, uh, so... <laughs> First of all, with chemistry, I like the math and science in it. So, that's what, you know, got me in there. Because I, I came into college being a math major. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I switched, like, sophomore year. I was like, I don't really want to... I took calc and I was like, I don't really think I like this. So uh-huh. I'm like, I'm to take, like, up to calc four or something and i was like no but i like math to some extent and then i like the science with it and that's why i chose chemistry Mm -hmm. but then when i got into the actual field i'm like i'm kind of trying to do like titrations and stuff and i kind of want to do stuff where i'm helping people on a more direct level Mm -hmm. so not within like between not really like in the lab but kind of like having a direct like knowing that i'm actually specifically doing something to help someone's to save someone's life Uh and that's why i went into biomedical engineering so
0: cool so you ended up so you got your Okay, so you transferred over to Biomedical Engineering. You got your bachelor's degree in Biomedical Engineering, right? Well, I got
1: my bachelor's
0: in Chemistry. Chemistry. Oh, so my you did end up getting your bachelor's in Chemistry. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah. Wow, and then when you went back to your master's, you were like, okay, I'm going to switch over to Engineering? Yes. Wow, that's, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, that's what I did, yeah. Wow. So I have both degrees, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, uh, can you enlighten educate some of us, you know, yeah. about biomedical engineering, because, you know, usually when you hear that, you think, oh, well, are they, um, yeah, it's it's very open, like, you may, you know, try to go where you have, like, human slash robot, or, like, versus something else, you know, can you just enlighten us on what that is, actually, what does it entail? Yeah, that's a good question,
1: actually. So, there's, diff- there's three different fields that you can do in biomedical engineering. You mm-hmm. can do biomedical imaging, so that actually has to do with you know, actually microscope and stuff. And, you know, basically spotting a tumor or anything like that. That's the Mm -hmm. imaging part. So Mm -hmm. doing with like the instruments. Mm -hmm. So, and then you can also go into medical device innovation. So Mm -hmm. that's actually the instruments that you can make, you know, to help someone. So that could be anything from like um, a breast cancer microscope. You Mm -hmm. you can help to make those things. Um, The actual innovation of Mm -hmm. medical devices. That's the other field. Or you can also go into the clinical part. So if you like research, you can go to the, actually the research staff. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I was like, I don't want to go into school for three more years to get my PhD <laughs> right. for my mm-hmm. But um, it's rewarding. If you like research, if you like writing papers, mm-hmm. that's the field to go into. But um, those are different branches that, for biomedical engineering. So I was more focused on uh, medical device innovation. Mm-hmm. So that was my
0: focus. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so pretty much uh, what you're telling me is all the machinery we use in the hospitals are made by engineers pretty much pretty much i <laughs> told you guys <laughs> i always talk about this and i'm like listen okay engineers everywhere even doctors most doctors couldn't do their work without it yeah. okay so you better respect us <laughs> so, right, right. so there you have it um yeah. wow so pretty much most of the instruments and uh the innovative equipment that we try to use to help doctors really make decisions and identify mm-hmm. illnesses, all of that, you know, even like, like, like some of the beds and all of that, right. All hooking mm-hmm. up everything. It's all design. And uh, wow. That's uh, um, design validated, and mm-hmm. over- calibrated by, um, yeah. It's yeah. wow, pretty awesome. So yeah. like, how, how does that entail? Like what does the so as a quality analyst, like, what does it, What does that entail within that field?
1: So we do more of the validating. So after everything's made, we make sure that before it reaches the customer, mm-hmm. all the steps were taken. We cannot. You have to make sure that all the paperwork was set right. It was done right. There was no calibrations missed. No steps were missed. All the processes were, you know, completed correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, no non-conforming performances um, mm-hmm. need, need to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we check all of that. So we're basically the last step before it reaches a customer. Wow! Yeah.
0: So pretty much, you're like you're literally making sure that, um, like the, all the people who, well, like the machinery really do what they they're supposed to, right? Because yeah, that's exactly. very important before like they go out there into the hospitals. Yeah.
1: We don't want any recalls. <laughs> yeah,
0: you you do not want recalls, especially no. things like that. Um, yeah. You especially know, when you're
1: dealing with the human body, is very delicate.
0: Yeah. Know, so. Um, I don't know if um if you follow with up, but you know. Does the name Elizabeth Holmes does does that ring a bell to you?
1: I I believe it does, but I'm not sure where. Is it H O L M E S?
0: Yes. It
1: reaches. It, it's ringing a bell, but I'm not sure
0: where. So she was the she was the Silicon Valley mogul that had tried oh my God. to. She yeah. was that she was the apple of yeah, so. yes. Yeah, it's it's actually yes. and then there's so many things on YouTube about her and yes. like the Is she minutes done of with the trial? Hmm? Is she done with the trial? I, I don't even know honestly. I know last yeah. time I kept up with it it was still in trial, but yeah. she was supposed to be like the apple of medicine like and uh yeah. she had After like this left. Yeah, so uh surely she did not have quality analyst on her team. <laughs> yeah, she needed a tool. Yeah, I think she, yeah that would have prevented everything that ended up happening. Yeah, that was so bad. it was
1: bad. The idea was great, but it was just the execution.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm glad we have you all <laughs> <laughs> you. to make sure stuff like that doesn't happen. Yeah, we don't want that
1: it's just a delicate thing like it's different when you're dealing with food and different when you're dealing with actual human bodies and their health mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's more serious than you know because i did quality analysts but it was in the food industry but it's more regulated when you're dealing with fda regulations mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and following those protocols because you can get closed down you know from one recall when you're dealing with human bodies so
0: wow wow yeah. so it's it's pretty serious stuff yeah um yeah so okay so just a little bit of backtrack, right? So I guess you said that, I guess, I'm just trying to understand, you know, like, was this kind of what you were, you know, you wanted to do as, I guess, after you went through chemistry and then you wanted to transition, was this more so like what you wanted to do?
1: It, the thing is, like, I didn't, I didn't expect it. That was the thing. I kind of wanted to go into medical device. But mm-hmm. when I heard about what, you, what they were doing, this is the only company in the world that's doing tissue engineering, Accident. So when I heard about it, I was like, wait, what is the process here? And then I figured out and I watched the video and I was like, this is actually really cool. Uh-huh. You're taking a nerve from another donor, you're putting it into someone who needs it, then it regenerates so the person can have a functioning arm now. Uh-huh. So I'm like, wow, that, that all has to do with the engineering process. And I was just like, it was just mind-blowing to me. And I'm like, I want to be part of this process. Mm-hmm. So no, it was not the path that I thought I was going to take after graduating, but I was just like, I can't pass this up. I love what this company's doing mm-hmm. and they're expanding in this way and saving lives while doing it. Yes, sign me up. Wow. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, mean, I I definitely hear you. And, you know, sometimes, like, that's that's the thing also because, you know, sometimes we might go into this field and, and we only, we kind of try to aspire to the things we've been exposed to without really knowing what else is out there? You know, like, so that's... We, without really knowing that, and sometimes we may realize that there's something else out there that may even interest us more than we believe, you know? Yeah. So it's it's really great to kind of, like... One of the reasons why, you know, this podcast was kind of started to just mm-hmm. expose that to as many people as possible. Yeah. But it's, um, you know, it's, it's always amazing to see that. Um, but so... For you, right, when, did you are like, when you had, um. okay, let's say before you even, like, when you were in high school, right, if someone told you you would have been an engineer, like, would you have ever, like, expected that? <laughs> would you ever, like, know, saw yourself doing something like that? Absolutely not. No. I think when
1: I was younger, it was, I wanted to be an astronaut. I think uh-huh. that's what, but I always wanted, I was always in the sciences. That never changed it. That never mm-hmm. changed. I was always, um science based, whether it was chemistry, biology, that's where I was always based in the STEMs. Uh-huh. So the STEM program. But um but an engineer, no, I wouldn't believe them. I would not <laughs> believe them at
0: all. But yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, um My
1: sister's actually gonna be a um, mechanical engineer. She's going to OSU in the fall. Oh. Um, study
0: that. Yeah. Cool. So. Cool. I am a Mekki myself, so always a presenting. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm rooting for your sister. Exactly. Give her four years. <laughs> four years, yeah. Yes. It's gonna be brutal, but oh, she'll, yeah. uh, she will oh, yeah. She has no idea what waits for her. <laughs> yeah. But when she gets to the other side, tell her she's gonna feel she's gonna feel like, you know, she can get through anything. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Yep. So yep. okay, um what you know, so what makes a good quality analyst versus mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. What happened to Elizabeth Holmes? I'm going to keep throwing stabs at her, okay? I'm sorry. It's just too easy. I'm sorry. Okay, so what makes a good analyst attention to detail?
1: I cannot even stress that because it's so easy to miss, like, a date that was off. They could have wrote, like, 2020 instead of 2022. You know, it's stuff like that when it comes to calibration dates. So uh-huh. it's just basically making sure that because people are people are going to make mistakes every day. Uh-huh. You're doing a million things at once in the manufacturing environment. You know, uh-huh. your boss wants you to do this. The machine's running. You're training this person. So it's important that we're there to catch those mistakes and be like, "Oh, wait, you missed this date." Because we're all humans. We're going to make mistakes. We make mistakes. Sometimes we don't even catch things, uh-huh. and then, you know, it gets passed to so, you know our superior. They're like, "Oh, you guys missed this." So the Big thing in being an analyst is paying attention. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> paying attention to the details. So yes. do you find yeah, yourself, like, yeah. do you have, like, do you find yourself having to be very, very organized and all of that because it's very important? Oh, definitely, definitely. You have to know the process
1: inside and out because mm-hmm. if you don't know the process, you don't know what to look for. Right, so exactly. that's what it is. So we, more than anybody, we have to be on top of the SOPs. Mm-hmm. If an SOP or form changes, we have to be on it. Mm-hmm. um there's a lot of stuff that changes in, in the fda regulations we have to be on top of that too because then we have to change our processes let them know retrain people mm-hmm. and then make sure so that we're following you know the steps that we did all the protocols that are need to be that need to be followed
0: for each process mm-hmm. so yeah i see um yeah. so and like usually um because at least like do you? I'm assuming you don't have like a, a big, like quality team, right? It's usually like a small team that kind of like do a lot of that. So it's, it's always a lot, I'm assuming. Yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. There's literally four of us uh-huh. right now. We have to expand to more. Like, we're thinking of adding a
1: second show quality team. Of the amount of stuff that we produce on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. and just having four people to validate all those forms is so much sometimes. Um, especially when we transition to the bigger building next year, I just it cannot work the, currently what we're doing right now at all. So we're hoping to expand the team. That's in the works definitely. But yeah, we're definitely working overtime most of the, most days.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. now again, I'm just asking this for listeners, you know, who might be interested. So yeah. is it? Okay, is it a lot of, like, I know you mentioned, of course, you have to go through, like, the documentation and make sure it's accurate. But do you also also uh, examine the product itself? Like, do you are you involved in that as well? Or, like, is it just more so, like, the office paper aspect? Or, or is it a combination of the two?
1: That's a good question, actually. So, in the field that I'm in right now, it is only just paperwork. But mm-hmm. when I was in the food industry, we were constantly on the lines every hour of the hour checking the actual product. So mm-hmm. we would check the product, we would go to the boxes, check the boxes as well, check the paperwork. Mm-hmm. So I feel like what you're asking, that's what we're gonna have to transition to real time mm-hmm. checking when we right. go into the plant mm-hmm. next year. Oh, I yeah, see. but right now it's just paperwork checking. Okay. But That that's definitely a good question because that's going to have to change. In order to um, find these things in real time as they're, you know, as the errors are happening Mm -hmm. and not afterwards. Like, oh, a mistake that was made a week ago in manufacturing, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Good question.
0: Thank you. I I always try to understand these things, you know, and ask. Because, you know, sometimes uh, you think something's one way, but then you realize... you. It's other ways, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. People ask me all the time, like, well, all the students, when, when I talk to them, they're like, sounds like all you do is just paperwork. Is that boring sometimes? Or reports? So I always tell them, project engineer, like, I do have a lot of progress reporting and things like that they're like, that's a lot of reports. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yes. I, so I tell them, yes, there are pro- reports, but also um, there are other things involved in that as well. So... Being there, examining things, and then like talking wow. with people and you know, all of that—you um, definitely have to have people skills, yeah. Yeah. To be an engineer, yeah. Definitely. Okay. The other thing. Now I know being being kind of like the checker and like the person examining everything. How is that like with the other people who like are upset when they have to fix things? <laughs> because uh, so <laughs> <laughs> this is literally
1: every day but it all comes down to um setting up the rapport with the people that you work with uh-huh. you know what I mean at the end of the day we are a team and we're after the same goal you know what I mean so <laughs> that is a good question.
0: Because political my, answer good job
1: <laughs> <laughs> because we have our days and so do they because it's. Everyone's under um, so much stress, you know, right. when it comes to just your day.
0: Mm-hmm. You something that happened at home, something that
1: happened when you first got into work. Mm-hmm. So I think when you set up that report, knowing how to approach people, not in an aggressive way, just be like, hey, I don't know if you saw this, but, you know, this changed or you you missed this last time, mm-hmm. but can you change it real quick? Just is the way that you talk to people and approach them. I feel like that's what's important. Yeah. Definitely. And knowing that we're after the same thing.
0: Definitely. And I think it really requires a lot of great people's skills to be able to like do this without, you know, like um, kind of always having friction with other people because it's, yeah, it's always right. telling someone you made a mistake is always not easy. Right. So, you got it. You yeah. hit the nail on the head. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, there's some people who can't do it because, you know, they get defensive and they're just like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> but I'm just like, you know, there are people at the end of the day and they they came to work too and they have a goal at the end of the day. So we just mm-hmm. come together and we have that team mindset. I feel like, you know, you can get over a lot of those barriers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're listening, just like before you consider being quality analyst. I hope you're already telling people they're wrong all day. So. <laughs> and just exactly. be comfortable with that. Yes, be comfortable with that. Yeah, it's yeah. very stressful. Um, yes. Even, uh, so like the company I work for, you know, we like, Like the engineering team, we're really the support because we actually have a staff that goes on the field to build stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, partially we do like steel installation and things of that sort. Um, We do fabrication as well, like in the shop, but we also do installation. So, you know, a lot of times it's sometimes I find myself having to like go on the field and examine things and try to see why certain things didn't happen. And sometimes, you know, communicating with guys, hey, you're using like the wrong hardware, like and things like that. So it's always tricky, you it know. It can get tr- uncomfortable. It can get yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it can get uncomfortable. So you yeah. you have to be very comfortable doing that, but also being what's say, like having enough sense to know how to approach it without really like offending them, you yes. know. So, like, it just. At the
1: end of the day, these people, the operators, they've been there for 20 plus years. Right. So, who are you who's been here for five years telling them how to do something or run
0: a machine? Exactly. And telling, them, telling them they're doing it
1: the wrong way. So, I right. can see how they can get defensive.
0: Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yeah, Even I, me, yeah. yeah. Even me, I, I, I try to think of myself as someone who is very open to feedback. But sometimes I catch myself defending things like, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm like, why? why? Like, yeah. I just trained
1: you. How are you telling me I'm doing this wrong? Right, like, right. I trained you. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So just something to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always cool. be teachable. That's the big thing, I feel like. Always definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Um. Now, so... Is there anything else, you know, you wish to share, like, for anyone listening as far as, like, you know, maybe an engineering student, they want to consider this? You know, I try to ask questions from what I know so Maybe there's certain things. You, you have a different view. So is there anything else you want to share for them to, like, maybe think about? I would
1: say when you're an engineering student, join as many engineering clubs as you can because then it's easier to get internships when Mm -hmm. you are, you know, exposed that way. Because they can tell you, and they can, like, hook you up with, like, professors and stuff or... People that they know in other industries and stuff. So I feel like, get, whether it's like the Black Engineering Club or just a general engineering club, be in, involved in that. So it's easier to get internships to just know people networking. Mm-hmm. I would say that's a big thing when you're a student. Okay. Do as much internships as you can.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what about also, like, even just with being a quality analyst? Like, what are some, like, I feel like we said a lot of things that are hard. Like, I feel like we're scaring people from this job. <laughs> Right. So okay, what about okay? What are what are, okay? What what do you find fulfillment? Like, can you share some moments when, like, you know, it really like, you know, you feel fulfilled about this? Maybe you know that'll kind of like show them also pros. <laughs> I feel like we need to do this because I feel like I've been too much on the the hard things, you know. Right. So, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the thing about
1: quality is just it's such a critical, important job. Like people don't even realize that we
0: are. Because you know how there's a movie and the people mm-hmm. are behind the scenes. That's Right. What you have to think of quality. Mm-hmm. nothing runs without quality mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's how you have to think of the quality team pretty we're much we're not the ones in the forefront we're not the ones you know making
1: the presentations and stuff but we're making sure everything is working people are where they need to be people are following the stuff that need to be taken so that's why I would, that's how i would think of party we're the background directing mm-hmm. of producers <laughs> yeah
0: and and you sit there and you watch the movie a million times to make sure everything works well that way when the people go to the movie theater; they have an amazing experience. That's what so. it is. We make sure that the companies are closed down, so you guys can get paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. You have it. Okay. Um. What about now? Let's. Okay. Meet the person behind the professional. So, who are you? When you're not being a quality analyst and telling people they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you framed it. I don't
1: I went to the Grand Canyon last year and I was like, that was the best thing ever. And we went to Sedona and did some hiking there. I'm I'm one of my college friends Mm -hmm. and um, I like painting as well. And I like going just like performing art stuff. So I like like seeing like the the dancing performances and stuff. And whether it's like hip hop or ballet, I like it all. Like we went to go see Lion King, I think it was two years ago. Uh It went to Cincinnati. So we went to go there and see it. But yeah, that's mostly it. I like being active as well, so I'm a big advocate of you know
0: working out and stuff. But uh-huh. yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Oh, and reading. <laughs> reading? Really? Do you yeah. read? Uh, do you read a lot of nonfiction or more so fiction? Oh, uh, fiction. Yeah, fiction? I like
1: the Escaping. Yeah, I like to escape. Yeah.
0: Is that a I'm sorry? Is that like a series? Move? Is that a novel? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just like
1: escaping from reality. Oh! oh okay! Thinking. Okay! Okay! Yeah.
0: I thought I thought you were shouting out a title. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I think okay, reading. Yeah, I like reading too. I <clears throat> I try to I more so like do reading like nonfiction stuff mostly. Yeah. um but I've been I'm a big fan of soccer, but I haven't been able to really like do it like as often as you would like. Yeah, as often like, honestly. Uh and trying to just like coordinate with other people. When you play, it's just like I'm like, you know, I need to find a solo sport. So now I do hiking. So that's my thing. I, I understand that. I understand that a lot. But the thing is like as we get older and we, everyone has their own responsibilities in life. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. me
1: and my girlfriends have been planning a group trip forever and it just everyone's like, Oh, I'm working that weekend, and we just like
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's always tough. And then like when you finally make up, spend so much energy the day then on the day of like people just pull out it's like just infuriating yeah <laughs> so yeah i so found myself like, i invite one other person i'm like doesn't work out <laughs> that's it yeah so now i've i found myself doing more like outdoor stuff you know like um we luckily we have like a trail park and I, I live in maryland towson so we have like lived a, in maryland for a couple years oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah, we lived in maryland from um when I first came to the US, that's where we lived until like 6th grade and then we came to Ohio. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, what do you remember like what um area county you, you were in? Montgomery. County. Montgomery? Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I've been I've been in Baltimore County mostly. Yeah. Um and also I'm familiar with the city. Um but yeah, we have like a park around here like 10 minutes. So I, every Sunday now like in the morning, I always tell my wife like, "Okay, I need some alone time." So we have two kids, okay? So it's a lot. Sometimes I just need a break. So I just... I get it. Sunday morning, I get up, I'm gone. And then, like, you know, I have, like, a 30 minutes to an hour hike trail, like, just to myself, clear my mind, and it's been amazing, so...
1: Oh, Mamadou, it's the best feeling in the world. Like, sometimes I literally feel like I'm in a different state when I go hiking, because, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry by nature. I don't even, like
0: on music cuz i'm like the nature and the noises and the birds that's enough, yeah. like it's therapeutic yeah um, it, Oh yeah, yeah it's music. therapeutic yeah yeah i don't also don't listen to anything yeah. like that just walk through and try to experience yeah. as much of it but as i can
1: mosquito bites
0: can we talk about the mosquito bites what <laughs> okay it, do you when do you go though do you go like later in the day or oh, like in the morning. Okay, that's what happens. That's when they I come out. Oh, that's the I worst get, like, time. Light on my arm when I come back. So I got like this lemon spray on Amazon. Uh-huh. A couple, a couple days, and let's see if it works. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I I go early in the morning, so they're all asleep. So, yeah. <laughs> so I go early in the Our morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah, but I can imagine this can be brutal. Uh, yeah. It's it's really big. So like when I actually first started going to that trail, right? So you know the thing about like hiking trails is that it's like there's so many paths sometimes. Like even in the same woods, right? Yes. So you can always like so every every week I'm like I'm gonna take a new trail. Like so sometimes I've been through some trails I'm like I'll oh, never never hear again. Yes. <laughs> and I'm then. Like, what did I just go through? Yeah, and then. Yeah got lost because there wasn't any markings uh-huh i was like i think this was the path that i went and i'm like trying to figure out like landmarks but yeah it's yeah and by the way do not do it while talking on the phone because that's when you get lost so like i did it once and then like i wasn't paying attention i passed multiple paths and then turning back i'm like i don't remember i was on the floor like my mind wasn't like on the in the woods it was like talking with someone so don't do that otherwise you're gonna get lost so, yes, I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I've been able to also find some sweet spots, like really nice trails without right. trouble. So yeah, I, I use those now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully like I what I do what I want to do eventually is like get like a bike, like start biking as well. So I wanna get to that point. So I'm working up to that point. But I haven't gotten there yet. So I get it. You know I cannot ride a bike. Ah, you should you should, <laughs> try that. Yeah, should try that. <laughs> that I yeah um pretty cool um all right so you t- said hiking um mm-hmm. um and then reading um and then you I know you mentioned liking but are you like a movie fan or its just like certain Ooh, things yes
1: I do like movies as well too and then, um some TV shows but I don't really have patience like to finish the series but um yeah mostly movies mm-hmm. yeah cool.
0: Alrighty, that's that's I went to pretty. Like a drive-in movie theater via my sister, and I fell asleep halfway through it. I realized that after eleven p.m., mm-hmm. I'm no
1: longer functioning a functioning human being. So <laughs> eleven p.m. is my cutoff, and then it's like I'm dead to the world. So, uh,
0: so okay, are you then? Are you a morning person? I'm a morning person. that's pretty I good. I am. I am not a night owl like I used to. Nope. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. It, Definitely changes as we get older. You know, yeah. I find myself, I find myself, like, by nine, I'm, like, ready to crash. Both yeah. my wife and I, and, like, I'm 25, she's 24, but, like, people say, like, we're, like, we sleep to bed so early. I'm, like, when you have two kids, trust me, like. It's
1: different. Yeah. It's different,
0: yeah. And yeah. How, um, how old is the oldest? She's three. The oldest oh, just turned three. Little ones. And then she has a younger brother who just turned one. Oh, so... Yeah, prime so long, time. Up, mood, yeah. Prime time. So it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Know. Going in and out and uh, hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shoot. Just going like just getting everyone ready to go out for a walk is like adventure. I believe it. For 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 three weeks now, we have been trying to plan for all of us to go hike together. And it still hasn't happened yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like so much. So much, but we'll get so there. So much logistics. Yeah. Yes. It. It's, so yeah. much, it's like I'm I'm back to work, like trying to be an engineer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can do this. Yes. Get the diaper bag ready. Get the snacks ready. Yeah. yeah. I can only imagine. Definitely. Definitely. I can only imagine. Yeah. So, um, you know, where, I guess, currently, quite honest, like how, where do you see yourself, you know, like, mm-hmm. like in, like, you know the future have you seen things where you're like oh i think i want to lean towards this way and by the way also like you know do you eventually like do you want to stay you know uh, i guess technical like do you want do you prefer more the technical path or long term you want to like try and maybe move towards like you know the people side of things meaning like management slash business like have you have you like thought about it yet like where are you with that
1: this is a good question where I am currently, mama dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to be responsible for my own work. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. <laughs> when you're managing a team, yeah. you have to be responsible for their work as well. So yep. in the in the future, I kind of would probably see myself as managing. I could probably do managing right now, you know, mm-hmm. with the credentials I have. I get, you know, stuff on LinkedIn all the time. Like, you have a supervisor position. Mm-hmm. But the type of, like, personality and A-type personality that I have... <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just, just managing other people would just be a lot for me. Cause it was just like, am I, am I being a good supervisor? Am I making sure people have the resources? I'll just be an overthinking manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't know what's in the field for me right now. I like, like, um, I couldn't be project leads, but mm-hmm. just being a supervisor or manager, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what the future holds though.
0: All right. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah. I always, I always like to ask that question because yeah. it's, um, I've you know I've I've had friends like right I have friends who they're like man you people oh no let me do my work and go I don't want that like I, I and then like you have the other people they're like sign me up man I can't do this technical anymore like I I need to change of pace <laughs> so.
1: Like, I like to just actually immerse myself in the job. But mm-hmm. when you're leading and being a supervisor, it's like I'm responsible for everyone else's work and making sure they're doing it correctly yeah. and checking their work, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a lot for me because I'm already worried about if I'm doing my job correctly. Right. Does
0: that make sense? Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I totally get you. I totally Yeah, understand. so. Yeah. But you it see, may change it a couple of years, but. Yeah. I think it also is maybe as you progress, like, you know, you may feel that we're in about maybe as you progress, it may change too, you know? Like, that's the other thing also. Like, you may have life experiences or things like that that will kind of, like, change your perspective. So, you know, yeah. it's it's always, you know, there's nothing hard, yes or no. But it's always, like, to, good to see people where people are, like, in that. Yeah. Always yeah. amazing. I'm definitely definitely the technical,
1: responsible for my own work kind of person. <laughs> but now. we'll see what the future holds, yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. <laughs> cool. cool. Um now, let's say, I know you had, you gave some tips before, like, you know, as far as, like, students trying to get internships uh, and things of that sort. Um, is there anything else, like, uh, let's say, like, a student listening that, like, get engineering student in their life, you know, I like quality analysts, you know, I, that sounds like something I want to do. Um, what, is there any advice you would give them, you know, how can they prepare themselves and, you know, what, you know, what to target or like, especially like in their, your resume, you know, like what, you know, what, what can they put on their resume? What should they be working towards to kind of like help develop those skills more so, you know? So.
1: Okay. So that's a good question, actually. So anything with like green belt or black belt training would, do, would go to quality. So if you would okay. like any stuff like, yeah, like the MAIC or Kappa skills, um, mm-hmm. Just getting a quality engineering degree, they have mm-hmm. that's available as well. If you're oh, okay. interested in being a quality analyst, okay. but yeah, that green belt and black belt certification that literally pops out on your resume. So if you can get those type of certifications, you're well on your way. So you
0: mean like the Six Sigma ones, right? So yes. Green, okay. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Are you like black belt? <laughs> I'm not there yet, but no. it's in the works for sure. It works. Yeah, because it has it requires a lot, right, to be a black belt. A yeah. lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But you are um you are a PE right? You are a professional engineer right? I'm or, not a PE yet. No, not, no. yet. Okay. not yet. Is that not is that professor. even like required like for your type of work or you, you? It's
1: know? not required. No,
0: it's
1: right. not. Um, if I was more into like validation and actually like the yeah medical device innovation that was, focuses on that, then yeah, mm-hmm. I would do
0: professional. Yeah. Cool. Engineering. All righty. Um, anything else for students uh, who may be listening to this?
1: Ooh, have a good support system, guys. Support yourself with people with li- who are like-minded. <laughs> that means you are after the same goal as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, because the groups that you form in college will affect how your academic career goes. That's a big one. I'm telling my sister that right now. Because you get so involved sometimes, like with the social life of college, you mm-hmm. get the academics. So make sure you try to find a balance. It's hard sometimes because mm-hmm. you want to take that break from academics to just breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just, especially when you're a STEM major, it's different from being an arts major. Mm-hmm. Being friends with people, you know, who are just doing art. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so STEM requires a lot out of you. It will get stressful. It will. <laughs> um yeah. it turns, was no joke. <laughs> so definitely. make sure you're studying, yeah, ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Asking for help before things accumulate and get out of control and don't be a procrastinator like I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Okay. Um <clears throat> okay, so now as far as like um I I wanted to just okay, let's say a student's saying, Well, you know, how 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 do I get myself like a good support system? Is it more so just trying to find classmates who like maybe like same classes you can relate to, or, um, you know, do you have any tips or tricks? And also, you know, since you were like, I'm assuming like you developed this intuitive skill of telling people they're wrong without really telling them they're wrong. <laughs> can you share some tips for us? Because I really want to learn. Like it's all, that's always a great skill because it's it's always like it's all like when you get in those conversations, you always want to avoid like confrontation you know you never want yes. to get that point so if you can give any tips on that that would be great So, okay this is the best tip i can give you start off with a
1: compliment <laughs> start off with a compliment smile tell them what they're doing right mm-hmm. you know i like the way that you did this this and this um here's where we can improve though <laughs> and then you can just step into that mm-hmm. but when you go into defense like hey you did this wrong then they're just like they're already defensive already but yeah. you can start off with a smile and just be like hey i like the way that you did this but um, did you notice that, you know, this wasn't working the way something like that. That's mm-hmm. how I usually start my conversations, just mm-hmm. to lighten the mood up a little bit. Ask them how their weekend was. Mm-hmm. Did they have a good lunch? You know, just lighten up the conversation before you just go into for the kill. That's what I like to do.
0: <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. I like how you, you you use the metaphor going for the kill. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Okay, and then for students, like as far as like you know, maybe support system, like any tips for that? Okay, so for the support system, yes,
1: I would start off with your classmates first because you Mm -hmm. guys are basically on the same struggle boat.
0: Yeah, (laughs) on the the same boat. Yeah. All struggling. Yes. Mm -hmm. So set up with people who are actually serious. That's a
1: good thing too because you're gonna get people who just want to copy off of you. Yeah. So get the people who actually do take the class seriously. They're not just taking it just to take it. Um, Mm -hmm. and then. Yeah, just have study groups. That's what I usually do. And don't have the big ones. Kind of have like a good maybe four people, um, six at most when you're doing these study groups. And
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah,
1: and those people literally end up being my lifelong friends at the end of the day because we all struggle together and we graduated together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so that's, that's what I would mean by support system. People who actually take the class seriously and actually want to learn something, you
0: know. Okay. So. Yeah, that's a good one. Like study groups, not too many people. I've been in study groups where no studying happens because you know you always have like the jokesters and like it's you can't yeah, it's yeah. when you get in that, like that's it, you just have to walk away. So Yes, yes. Yeah. I would definitely recommend that. No more than like four. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> in your study group, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Alrighty. Um thank you. Like I always say with these, I really appreciate it. thank you. You could have had spent your time any other way. So <laughs> Thank you for really coming on in here and, and sharing some wisdom and knowledge with us and enlightening all of us, myself and the listeners. So I really appreciate it. No
1: problem. Thank you for inviting me. This is awesome. This is an awesome platform to have. Very awesome. Thank yeah, you. because it really encourages people because sometimes you don't see people who look like us, you know, following these professions. So mm-hmm. to see this and, you know, hear their stories and their backgrounds, you know, it kind of encourages you. Because my sister wouldn't have gotten into engineering if I wasn't in there. It would be, you know, probably something else. Definitely. So yeah, when you when you see people who look like you who go through some experiences and like, oh, they did it, I can too. You know, yeah. that's
0: very uplifting and enlightening. So, yeah, that's, you know, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. And, you know, just to add on to what you said, you know, Oftentimes like you know, seeing someone who like you can relate to accomplish something really makes you believe that you can do it too. Absolutely. And and that's very underrated, but it's like it's honestly like a difference between night and day. I, I'll be honest, you know, like because I've I've experienced it, you know, and I know even when I was going through engineering school, like, you know, it it was like, you know. It wasn't very diverse. Let's just put it like that, you yeah, know. Absolutely. Yeah, the di- the diversity really wasn't there. And, like, yeah. when you don't see other people who have gone through it and like are thriving, yeah. it's kind of, like, makes you doubt your ability to do it, absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. it's always like, amazing.
1: It. I cannot even stress that enough. That's awesome. That's why it's so important to join those clubs where it's black engineering-based so mm-hmm. you can have that support system. It's very important because there's some days you're just like, ah! How am I going to get through the semester? Yeah. So, yeah, just having that is, is crucial. It's crucial. That's why I like platforms like LinkedIn and stuff, where you can see people, you know, because I think I followed you first on LinkedIn. <laughs> I saw, I was like, I think so. I think I found you first, and then you um, messaged me. Oh. I was just, yeah, because I saw it. I was like, oh, Black Engineer, mm-hmm. <laughs> connect. So I, just, I go to random people's pages, of like, and then you had, like, an African name. So I was like, oh, my God, yes. Uh-huh. So I love seeing that because I like seeing, you know,
0: Africans excel. Just mm-hmm. to <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, and okay. Um, and okay, if someone, let's say, like, you know, they students and they want to connect with you on this, uh, is it like, I guess, LinkedIn, is that the best way to go? Way, yeah. All right. I'll make sure I include, like, um, link to your profile in the show notes so people can connect yeah. with you. Um, awesome. As always. Um, all righty, guys, if you always appreciate this, just make sure that, you know, you, you reach out to her and thank her. Um, And, you know, share with other people as well. That's really the goal of this um, as always. And we will see you all on next episode.